Ready? Mm-hmm. Ready, set, go! Welcome back to the EV Diaries. I am Ben. And I'm Brent. And I tell you what, today I felt really excited about this show because there's a lot going on and we have found some things and I'm, I'm just really excited to talk about it. And let me tell you what, today is just going to kick ass. Pardon my French. <laughs> All right. So my boss, who I immediately report to, is always sending me um, YouTube links and articles on EVs. So he sent me one the other day that was entitled, Ford Watch My Viral Video, and amazing what they said. Okay, so this is coming from an account on YouTube called Jetter's Garage, and uh, Jet, as he calls himself, is um, um, has a 2003 F-150 Lightning. So we're sort of on the F-150 Lightning train uh, yep. as we have been the last couple of days. But that's because I've always felt like it was going to be a game changer, and in a lot of ways it is. So anyway, um, these are the video that was uh, linked to, um, and my, my YouTube just moved, um, <laughs> The video that uh, that this was in response to was, um, let's see, uh, why I regret buying an F-150 Lightning. Right. Okay, so uh, he gets into his experiences with the F-150, the good and the bad. Uh, this is a great account uh, to follow. Just the simple fact this guy is completely transparent about everything he's got several several um um videos mm-hmm. uh, especially on his his f-150 lightning but he shows his entire setup at his house uh but this video which is his most popular has um let's see five hundred and sixty eight thousand views gosh okay um well i've that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Uh, the the response video that my boss sent me has 138,000 views. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, actually on the title slide, and we're going to have links to all this in the, the description um, on the website. I don't mm-hmm. know how it'll show up on, on yeah. the platforms. But um, the, the slide says, I got my 2003 Ford Lightning. This has to be a bad joke. <laughs> So it's, it's it's never a good sign whenever yeah the title yeah but uh, is negative like he doesn't even leave any room for wondering where he's going with it he's like well right here's why I regret this yeah yeah why you know? why, why, why do I regret like, there's no cliffhanger so um, just just give some little more background um, Jet lives in San Diego mm-hmm. uh, so uh, and he's he's waited two years for this truck yeah. Uh, previous to this, he had a Tesla Model S for about seven years. All right. Um, and um, one of the reasons and one of the videos he was talking about, and we'll get into that a little bit, um, he didn't do this to save the planet. He thinks it's a great, great yeah. thing. But he actually, um, the reason he's driving an electric truck, 
the reason that he has uh, power walls on the side of his house, the reason that he has solar on his rooftop was to save money. Yeah. And we will we yeah. will see why. Um, uh-huh. But anyway, so what's been going on with you? I mean, well, uh, you know, it's been crazy again. I've got teenage kids, so we just got back from spring break. Yeah. Um, that was a lot of fun. We went to Navarre, Florida, uh, a shorter trip. Uh, still, <laughs> I'm just obsessed with watching what happens as far as gasoline goes. Oh, yeah. Um, and getting down there and then paying attention to uh, situations where there could be EV chargers and stuff. And there was one in Navarre at like a hangout spot, which was perfect. And one of the things is there's a, one big positive to being an early adopter is those parking spots were open. There was yep. one car in there, but I mean, it's a front spot parking space and you can charge your EV. Right. And there were cars charging, but there was a, there was like three of them, I think, and they're they're marked, and it's basically like stay away from them unless you have an EV, you will get towed. Yeah. So you know, early adoption from that perspective was cool because it was, I mean, pretty much in the little hangout spot we were going to. You will not get that at Bennett's Pit Barbecue in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. <laughs> it doesn't work that no, way. No, <laughs> they will tow you if you're blocking their loading dock. Who right. who does that? Right. But I digress. I've got a lot of bitterness in my life. I figured that out. Um, well, there's nothing wrong with that. I do too. It's uh, you know, yeah. tax time to pay taxes, and oh, gosh, school's yeah. almost over. So if you have kids, you know that uh, they are jacked about getting out of school when they they don't want to do anything. Right. They want to stay up late already and stuff. So, well, fun fact: um, if you pulled in the parking lot today, uh, you didn't see my my. Oh little blue egg out there i did not um that is because my wife is driving it oh because my son has my wife's car right and i am driving my son's 2008 cheap yeah. liberty yeah now the reason is uh that's the most unreliable car i own <laughs> and um uh, uh, got up to lexington last week um actually it's been almost two weeks now yeah um all I can say is, even though we're not sponsored, AAA is a wonderful thing to have. <laughs> they will tow up to 100 miles with their premium mm. package. Uh, and we had him towed from Lexington to London. Um, of course, got that fixed. Yeah. Uh, but he's in Pikeville at least until the end of April. So yeah. he needed something reliable. So yeah. he took the wife's car, yeah. and she's got my car. And, right. of course... I've, yeah. got, I've got the bad car. Well, that'll that'll cause a little bit of bitterness. Eh, it's it's all right. Here, but <laughs> the funny thing is, um, it took me a while to remember how to pump gas. Oh, I've yeah. <laughs> um, because I'm not used to going to the gas station. Yeah. I've pulled in on fumes twice. Yep. In the last two weeks. Listen, man, the ga- I, we talked about this a couple episodes back, or maybe the last one. I don't know. I said something like 10 to 15 years ago, if you would have told me that there was an option to get rid of gasoline, I would have thought people would have beat each other to death to, to get into it. Yeah. Which which makes the situation we're in now strange 
Um, because it's like, I pulled up to the pump today, it's 340 and I know it's more other places, but it's all relative, right? If you're used to paying $2 and it's 340 that's just like if you were used to paying $4 and it's, you know, six bucks. Yes. It's, it's all relative. So, you know, I get it, it's cheaper, but it, but the cost of living is cheaper here. Right. But it's still like so frustrating because I've got a lot of travel coming up and I know the prices are just going to go up. Well, it's and what's summertime. the, what's the reason? Demand probably, but, but is it really maybe? Well, I mean, come they, on. They, they want to blame it on OPEC and them cutting back yeah. and, and I'm just like, yeah. How much of that's true? How much of it's spin? How yes. much of it is, to, you know? Well, this leads me to, Pro point number one before we really get into this guy's video. Electric rates, once this starts to happen, your electric rates are not going to go up immediately. We talked about this, but they will go up. But once they go up, that's it. Once you figure out, okay, it's going to cost me an extra $75 a month to charge this vehicle for the whole month, that's what it's going to be because we are not allowed to raise rates at a whim. We have regulators we have to report to and all these. And, yeah, it does go up, but we're talking fractions of a cent, maybe 20 years in between price raises, depending on a lot of things. I right. mean, right. And that's Can you imagine saying $75 every month? That's what it's costing me. From now until who knows when. All right. So this this is a good segue. Let's let's get into uh, Jet's experience with right. his F-150. And like I said, the links will be in the description. Um, it's worth watching. It's about a 20, 25-minute video. It's great. It's a really good video. Um, but anyway, he basically describes he got his truck. He loves his truck. Absolutely loves his truck. Mm -hmm. um, he had trouble getting his 80-amp charger. Which now, I, now, was he paying for that, or was that free? I, he never said. Um, no, actually, it seems to me that uh, you have to pay for the 80-amp charge. Okay. All right. He does have the extended range mm -hmm. model, so he's got 500 miles of range. Right. Ford provides a dual-purpose portable charger, mm -hmm. uh, and this is my understanding, of course, Yeah. that you can plug into. It's, it's the same charger. You can either plug into 240 right. or 120. Right. 120, as we've discussed, um, is going to give you somewhere between three and five hours of range or three, three, three or five miles of range right. per hour. Right. Boy, I, all the words were there. They're just not in the right <laughs> order. Um, the level two... 240 charger mm -hmm. which which this the ford charger will do both yeah um i think he says rated 32 amps yeah so it's um uh so it's going to provide um 20 20 miles of range yeah. per hour of charge right that's what my juice box 40 okay um does mm -hmm. um the 80 amp charger the pro charger um and he said he had to install Two eighty amp breakers. Well, I'm sure it's a yes. eighty amp double pole. Right. It's operating off two forty. Yeah. Um, that uh, it will provide, you know, about four times that. So mm -hmm. you're looking at at eighty hours of, um, or no, eighty miles of charge. Right. Or eighty miles of range per hour. Right. Um, or at least that's what he said in the video. Mathematically, I'd have to sit there and mm -hmm. cipher on that. 
But um, anyway, so his he bought that char or that um, eighty amp charger um, a for convenience. But right. his biggest thing is that on his electric rate, he gets he pays less. Yeah. For charging overnight. Right. After midnight, he said. Right. And so um, he wanted to maximize yeah. his cost savings by being able to fully charge the vehicle in the four yeah. to six hour range that yeah. that uh, San Diego Gas and Electric right. offers their time of use rate. So, um, you know, that's that's all well and good. And yep. that is that is something to take into consideration mm-hmm. um, because... I've looked at their rates, and we'll mm-hmm. get into that a little bit. Significant savings, right? Significant from from charging during peak as opposed to after twelve. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. All right. Uh, he goes on the next part of his video. He was talking um, about a road trip he took. Mm-hmm. Um, he was going skiing. Yeah. Um, so you you got to love that. And yeah. California, if you if you know couple of hours either way mm-hmm. uh double that with traffic yep you can either be skiing or surfing yeah you can exactly. do both in the same day yep um but anyway they had a, a ski weekend planned um he uh was planning on parking his vehicle charging at 120 mm-hmm. airbnb and then um being able to drive home afterward yep um had several problems with that mm-hmm. several problems with that and it Seems to be because of a glitchy app. Yep. Um, but uh, he uh, he did make it make it home. But yeah, yeah, it's 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 a very good video. Yeah. He uh, has nothing bad to say about the truck. No, not really. Um, he did have a, an ordeal getting his eighty amp charger. Yes. Because they're being fulfilled by a third party right. for Ford. Right. And um, and then his he he just rips on the app. Yeah, and and so for me, it's all the documenting of nothing surprised me. You know what I'm saying? And and the reason I say that is because I have been early adopters in other technologies, and it's the same thing. Yes. Now, here's the difference that I see. He had the Tesla, right? Yes. Yeah, so he came in here knowing the stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so here's the thing, and this is, goes back to what you talked about when it comes to another automaker that's kind of had one foot in and one foot out. Mm. And I know why, too, after doing a little research, and I want to say tell you this, too, after I say this. Uh, Tesla, Tesla did everything right. They were first to the market, and their goal was to make to the customer experience exactly amazing. Right. Yes. And so, how how do you know that? Because I've never met anybody that has gotten even the car dealership guys. When I've talked to them, I talked to the guy up there. I was like, "Well, what about this Mach E? Oh, it's really cool, but if you're going EV, you you probably want to get a Tesla. Like, it's right. It's that much of a jump. Well, well, there 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 was this this learning curve yeah. that, that Ford's going through, yeah. and everybody that's coming behind them. Yes. Um, now they're they've got several people in front of them, mm-hmm. um, and one of his videos I haven't watched it. He's going to compare his F one fifty to his friend's Rivian. Okay, yeah, so, he, yeah, I did see that. Uh, so I th- I think 
I'm gonna have to watch that video. Yeah. So. Well, the the question I have is, and here's this has to be frustrating for consumers of any kind in any industry, and it happens all the time. I had a marketing class one time where we went over Clear Pepsi. Clear Pepsi was a bomb. Oh yeah. Because it was like they didn't run it through any testing. Nobody wanted to drink Clear Cola. It didn't make any sense. Yep. So what's frustrating for the consumer is he's not a genius, this guy. He took his truck on a road trip, and the app just didn't work. And yep. it looks like that nobody at Ford said, hey, let's check this app out. Let's let's see how this works. Let's have somebody go on a long road trip with the app. Well, um, one of the things, and, and this was my understanding from his experience, is if the app's not working, you can't charge the vehicle. You're out of luck, basically. Yeah. I mean, it's going to charge, but, you know, it's like going back in the old days when you had to do, use dial-up internet. Yeah. You, you're pulling your hair out because it just won't connect for whatever reason. And that's the because the loading screen, he showed it, the yep. loading screen, loading screen, it just took forever. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, well, I mean, he, he tried to charge there at the Airbnb, and it, yep. it didn't work. Yeah, he went he went down twenty miles basically. He thought he would have twenty more miles, and he went down because the weather outside was cold. Yeah, yeah. So he's uh, yeah he 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 did uh, and and he understood that and he was prepared for that. But but for some odd reason, yeah, the the app didn't trigger his yeah. And he he wound up to using public charging right. But uh, but, but for me, I, I would I I want so much to be on the inside of some of these developmental conversations, and it's mostly engineers, right? Right. But you got to think if Tesla's doing well, that these companies, number one, they have to go buy a Tesla and say, drive this thing. Tell me what they're doing. Right. And then. Everything that's good, we're going to use, and everything that's mediocre, we'll improve upon it. Right. Instead right. of saying, "All right, we're smarter than everybody else," we'll just we've we've got this figured out. There needed to be some some sort of beta testing bigger than what they did. It it has to be like I it just blows my mind that this guy gets his Ford F one fifty. He's an EV guy. He loves the truck, and within. When was this video shot? Do you know? Uh, it's only two. The regret video is only two months old. So, so. this is happening. So I can assure yeah. you that probably some of these same problems that he's talking about have not been fully addressed. Right. Right. I was hoping it was two years old, or and, one year yeah. old, or something. Well, let's let's get into that. Leads to his second video where Ford actually responded to him, mm -hmm. and he was actually um, expecting a, a cease and desist, take your video down, yep. but. Uh, they did yeah. not do that. Right. The um, the guy that's over the the charging network was mm -hmm. actually the guy that reached out to him. Yeah. And he was able to give some customer feedback and right. possibility that there's going to be some changes to the Ford network. Yeah. Um, the guy couldn't specifically speak to that, which seems to be the bigger problem because yeah. that wasn't his purview. Right. But, um. Still, yeah, you know, at, at least um, they were open to feedback, yeah, and uh, the user experience, and it sort of helps that this this guy's developing a, a very large, uh, yeah, platform, yeah, and so um, what he says about Ford, it's not going to make or break of them, no, but it is yeah. influential. Well, so. it, he he's he's a genuine guy, yeah, and he he's. 
if the right guy would have bought this train, maybe he has, and had no experience with EVs, and he couldn't get his charger, and he had to spend $3,000 on his house to be able to charge at home, and then he'd had that experience, and this guy was on the fence, it would have been a lot worse. Right. Right. Because this is one of their fans, yes. basically. Yes, that's exactly. He he came into knowing. Um, and like I said, one of his videos, he mentioned that he did this not to save the planet. Yeah. Um, although, you know, that's mm-hmm. great. Um, he did it to save money. So let's just mm-hmm. to give an I idea. I like where you're going here. Uh, talk about uh, electric rates in Southern California. I've got on San Diego Gas and Electric's website this morning. Okay. They have 60 tariffs. Jeez. Yeah. We've got uh, <laughs> one residential, a small 60. commercial, yeah. a mid-sized commercial, and yeah. two large commercials. Yeah. Quirkly, but this, this all is, electric school. And, yeah. And, and, uh, this is what I've heard about California when it comes to the grid and infrastructure and all that. And even the, the, these people that want to adopt solar, the regulations and the hoops you have to jump through to do it are a nightmare. They, they had a dozen solar installation rates. Wow. Yeah. I mean, uh, but you know, a lot of them, they, they had three or four EV rates, uh, yeah. that were time of use. Yep. And, and let's, let's just get into that. Okay. We, we don't have time of use. And one of the reasons, and we've discussed this, we're paying nine cents a kilowatt hour. Right. For time of use to work, to change behavior, you have to be crippling on peak. And on, yep. peak, is, uh, on peak is when the right. demand is everybody else has got everything else on and yep. the generation transmission people are, are having to make more electricity at yep. that moment. Yeah. Um, off peak is all the other time. And... For us, it changes summer and winter. Come to find out, California, Southern California, it changes summer and winter. Does they it? have have two different uh, rates. And if you look at their, I'm sure they're regulated, mm-hmm. um, but it seems like they update their tariffs every six months. Really? Um, and even though both the summer and winter uh, peaking, mm-hmm. uh, it's all on the, the same tariff but they just like republish it every six months anyway if you live in southern california you have residential service um it's actually they've got a tiered rate if you use below a certain level yeah you're paying 45 cents kilowatt hour if you get above that threshold you're paying 57 cents kilowatt hour wow okay it's 57 cents compared to our nine cents well and two it's the opposite of the more you use, the more you pay. The more you Here, use, the more, the, you... the more you use, the less you pay because of the member charge, I think. Yeah, yeah. And they do have a member charge, but it's, it's, it's like, really low. It's, yeah. like, $16. But, I mean, gosh, that's five times more. Nine times five is 45. Yeah, yeah. And, and but here's the thing. Okay, getting back to if we had a time of use rate, we would have to yeah. put, put, like, mm-hmm. a 15, 17, 18... 25 cents a kilowatt hour on peak right. to offer you right. six or seven cents yep. off peak. Right. Well, that difference is not enough for me to change behavior, and I have to voluntarily go on this rate. Yep. I mean, we can't force anybody onto it. Right. So, you know, yeah. why would why would I pay 25 cents a kilowatt hour 
to save two or three cents a kilowatt hour on the back end. Exactly. Overnight. Um, well, I sent it. Did I copy you on my rant of an email about whenever they were talking about uh, doing, trying to change rate? With, was it time of use? East Kentucky Power, they're going to run that pilot program? They are going to run a pilot program. And, and I, 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 I get it and everything, but I, I, I'm not, I don't think yeah. it's. I, I don't know that I saw that. Okay. Email, but well, anyway, it was just me ran because it didn't right. make any sense. Uh, and yeah, I mean, our, our electric rates are not high enough. I don't think you, yeah. To, right. to, the carrot's not big enough nope. for us to change behavior. And um, okay, so they do offer a residential time of use rate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, like I said, there's 60 rates to choose from. Gosh. Um, the on peak is 66 and a half cents an hour, which is up significantly from the, uh, 45 or 50, 55, 56, 57, whatever I said a minute ago. Um, the off peak is the 56, but they have what they call the super off peak and that's your overnight hours where it drops to 46. Okay. All right, so yeah. you can voluntarily go on this yeah. rate, and if you want to modify your behavior, instead of paying fifty six, fifty seven, whatever it was, um, yeah, you can pay forty six, which is the lower level, and I don't know what their threshold is for that. The question I would ask you, just personally, what changes your behavior? You think? Because here's where I'm going: gasoline, ten cents. Yeah, yeah, I I know people that drive ten miles. To save ten cents. Yeah, yeah. Regularly. Yeah, and so do you think that? I mean, is that what would change your your behavior? Ten cents a kilowatt hour. I don't. I don't know that ten cents a kilowatt hour would do it. I don't. I won't drive ten miles for ten cents. It's. I won't do it. I'm no. not. No. And I'm not that way. Right. Right. Because the time and money that yeah. you 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 spent driving there and back. Yep. You would have cost you the same. It just it would just take a lot more money than that for me to to, to right. worry about it. All right. So getting on to their next rate. Service for residential customer with electric vehicles. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, time of use rate, eighty one cents a kilowatt hour, on peak. Wow. Yeah. But if off peak is forty eight. Right. Which is still, that's yeah in the the level you're you're way higher than yep. your typical residential rate there. Yep. But overnight, fifteen cents kilowatt hour. There you go. See now that's so that's the a carrot. Big difference. But um, but they're going to penalize you heavily if you yeah. do anything on peak. Uh, Eighty one yeah. cents kill. And they don't want that EV on during peak is what it is. You, you know these these rates. Um, are designed for people to do math that i mean <laughs> yeah um i did a proposal one time that we look at uh doing a uh, we don't have a demand charge for yeah. residential right um we had a a municipality in the state that tried that a couple of years ago yeah. and they basically took everybody out and crucified them mm-hmm. um, because they're not under the PSC regulation because they're a municipality. Yeah. So they just did it. Yeah. And I reckon every lawmaker in the state was calling for heads to roll because yeah. um, basically they lowered the kilowatt hour, but they added a demand charge. Yeah. 
Now, I did I did some math um, when this first came out to see what it looked like, and I compared uh, me and one of my neighbors, um, which we were out the door and, you know, kids to school, out the door, yeah. everything, yeah. 7 o'clock. This, yep. this is how long this has been. Yeah. Um, and it, mathematically, it made sense because I, my bill would actually go down. Mm-hmm. But my neighbor's bill that was home all day, yep. their bill would have went up. Right. And, um, and you know, that's with no change in behavior. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that was quickly abandoned, especially with with what was experienced uh, with the other, with the municipality. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's uh, regulated states. We, you just can't push things through. I mean. No. I mean. Just keep that in mind. So, nope. um, all right. So now they have a another rate that I looked at that was time of use. Yeah. But it was a whole house, and this is their they like I said they had four or five EV rates, and of the ones that they offered, the one I just read and this yeah. one was actually the the cheapest. Uh, on peak, seventy four cents a kilowatt hour. Yeah. Um. Off peak was thirty seven, and super off peak was thirty two. But this is your entire house. Yeah. Um, obviously, they want to get those EVs charging at night with fifteen cents a kilowatt hour. Yeah. And uh, so I can understand being on time of use EV rate um, in Southern California. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is why this guy's trying or right. has fully converted as much as he possibly can to. Off the grid. Yes. And and uh, like I said in one of the videos, he's he's got two Tesla Powerwalls that he had yeah. before. Yeah. And he's got a nine uh, KW yeah. uh, solar installation on his house because he said it's... it's can, they, can, they, can they sell power back? Uh, I believe they can. Yeah. But he was... Um, before he got on his time of use rate, um, he was he was storing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he said, "Now he can, uh, he can store it and then sell it back on peak at a yeah. greater right." But uh, but this is comes back to why he wanted the eighty amp charger because he's got a, a yeah. four to six hour window there yeah. that he's only Saving paying fifteen cents yeah. a kilowatt hour right as opposed to seventy five cents right. So well, so uh, this is kind of the point that I wanted to make a little bit, uh, that I was talking about earlier. It's like, if you look at everything and, and what this guy's looking at from a financial perspective, mm-hmm. if it makes sense now from, and you add in the technology is going to get better, it's definitely going to make, make sense later and right now the advantage he has is the infrastructure is not there but it's there good enough for the adoption rate we have now probably right and it's not like i saw 18 cars lined up for those two chargers in navarre florida there was one and there were three spots i think the whole time um he does make this point and actually i'll i'm going to link to a third video in the Mm -hmm. um where he uh, he does go looking for chargers, uh, okay, using the Ford yeah. dashboard, which will show you all the all the chargers um, that are available. Yeah, 
um, doesn't tell you if they're working or not. If they're if if somebody's charging on them, right? Yeah. Well, if well, it, what? it won't it won't tell you. It will tell you they're there, but they may be non-operational. Oh, okay. And so you pull up. So and you it's could out get. You could, yeah, you could get one that is supposed to be there, but it's not in yet somehow. Right. Right. So, you know, Tesla. He he went to a Tesla installation. He said of the nineteen uh, stations that were there. Yeah. Um, most of them were in use. Yeah. And we find that we've got a dozen now, and and you know. There's a lot of times you'll drive out there and there'll be eight or ten, right? Um, which just amazes me. Yeah, uh, because especially when I said nobody would use them back, you know, four or five years ago. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I just saw where they're real close to making. I don't know what they have to do, but Tesla's gonna let anybody who has an EV use their chargers. Yes, yes, and when so that, that's gonna help. When that happens, that's just gonna open up. Yeah. And that's going to drive Tesla stock through the roof. So yeah, um, everybody buy <laughs> yeah. Tesla stock. You, you, you'll you'll have to subscribe yeah to to their network and, yeah. and pay whatever they're they're asking for, just like you would any other network. Right. Um, and whoever's making the uh, the converter for the for mm-hmm. the plug, yeah. Um, that yeah, find out which companies are are going to make those because that'll be uh, yeah. But I mean, I'm go- I keep going back to this testing thing. How hard would it be to know that when you make an app that says where the chargers are, they need to be accurate. Obviously, yep. mistakes are going to get made. It's correctable, but then it also needs to tell you if somebody's using it or not. Yes. Because here's what happens. I got 50 miles left. I drive 40, and I'm like, I can get there, and then I'm there, and there is a there's a 10 cars waiting in line or whatever. And exactly. you've wasted, well, you could be stranded basically because right. you can't get back to another one. And, uh, and a couple of points uh, that jet makes is, um, uh, if you're, if you're towing something, Oh yeah. And charge stations are not designed for trucks that are towing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I mean, that's just not a pull through spot right. and, you know, depending on, uh, where the charger is and everything. Yeah. Um, one of the other things, um, you know, mentioned, you don't know if they're working or not. We got contacted by one of the hotels where the charge point stations are. It's, hey, a customer came in and said these aren't working. Yeah. And we had lost all of our network capability mm-hmm. on all three stations. Right. And had to do some upgrades. Um, and replace one complete head. I've done that. If anybody's <laughs> curious, um, but, um, but basically it was the three uh, uh, G module. Yeah. When it became obsolete completely, right? We we lost contact to the network, yeah. and so we had to go replace a lot of uh, well the antenna and everything to uh, yeah. to maintain conductivity, yeah. but. Uh, we would not have known that if the hotel had not called us. Yeah. Of course, to be fair, I'm not on the, I'm not on charge point every day. Yeah. I'm not on like plug share because it did show up on plug share. Somebody said that, uh, yeah. uh, they, they weren't working. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's, that's a thing. Uh, and he did show some frustration with, with what was, on board with the F-150 as far as finding a charger. Yep. And, uh, 
but uh, he comp. Uh, you can tell he's a big fan of Tesla. Oh yeah. Um, because he was talking about how they went in, they bought up primo spots that were cl- close to yeah things that people want to go to. Yeah. And then he he shows some of the other um, charging availability in his area. One of them was in an apartment complex. Yeah, he talks about uh, yeah area of the charger could yeah. be a little suspect. Yeah, and uh, there was one at Target, which you know Target's yeah. a destination. Yeah, but it was off to the side and it wasn't yeah. well lit. Right. And half of them weren't working. Yep. and uh, so it it was. Um, it's just one of those things. Yeah. So, anyway, um, I guess we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, like I said, the links to all th- three videos mm-hmm. now will be in the description for the podcast that's, that's going to be on the website. Like I said, I don't know. Uh, I've never followed any links out of Spotify. I don't know if I they even know. show up because I, I don't usually read the description. No. Um, you know, or at least it'll give me the first three. Yeah. Or four lines of it, and, yeah. you know, you know if you want to listen to it or not then. Yeah. So, which means I need to uh, get better at writing copy that <laughs> draws people in. Um, oh, goodness. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think our content is, we're getting there. Oh, yeah, for sure. We're and now there. I'm going to brag on this amazing setup you've got going here as far as recording the podcast. Oh, I, I think it's... Uh, I sound like... Uh, um. Howard Cosell or something, yeah. I feel like now. Howard Cosell. <laughs> anyway. Oh, that man, that dates us. Oh, I know. Yeah. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. yeah. I, I wasn't around, really, when he was doing his thing. I just know about it. Oh, yeah. I'm 43, by the I, way. So I, I was around. <laughs> um, anyway. Um, okay, guys. So um, maybe, maybe here, before too long, we'll get off the uh, F-150 train here. <laughs> I've got some other topics I want to explore uh, over the next couple of weeks. But uh, anyway, go check out Jetter's Garage. Uh, like I said, uh, guy's completely open, transparent. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's likable, personable. His videos are, are good content. Um, so um, go go subscribe to his channel and see what his experience is. And like I said, it was it was enlightening to me mm. to um, cuz i don't live in southern california yeah yeah for sure and i when i got in looking at these electric crates i mean <laughs> you're moving soon I, right? I, I, are you going yeah, out yeah no <laughs> no i don't i don't think so uh, but they they do have more infrastructure true yeah but uh, anyway all right so guys we're going to wrap it up there and uh, and uh, if you found any of this interesting, at least at least go watch his videos. Yeah. Um, because, like I said, he does a really good job. And, um, you know, this is stuff people need to know. So if you listen, um, just share the show. Yeah. If you got any questions that you would like us to answer, um, I'm pretty sure it's been at <laughs> evdiaries.com. Um, I'm, I'm going to have to get us... Uh, a definite on yeah, that one yeah. at some point. Yeah. All right. So that's all we got today, guys. Um, so if, uh, you know, like I said, share the show. There you go.